Season 1, Episode 4, The Crash, written by Becky Sabetta. On July 14, 2017, the world as we Earthlings knew it changed forever, though no one realized it at the time. It was one of the clearest nights that the sprawling neighborhoods of Kirkfield, Connecticut had seen all summer. Some even said that they could see other planets. But that night, they saw a shooting star. NASA hadn't predicted it. No local stargazing groups had, either. It wasn't even predicted by the planetarium. Still, it quickly filled up local Instagram feeds and showed up on the news the next day, only to be long forgotten by the time school rolled around in the fall. But anyone who knew anything about astronomy knew that there was something special about this shooting star, because while it streaked across the sky like a shooting star, there was one major difference. It was bright purple, and shooting stars are rarely bright purple. September 27th, 2019. Dear Diary, The air feels nice out. I've never recorded a diary entry outside before, but I wanted to try to today. The weather is too good to stay indoors. <sighs> I wish this town had a real park. It would have been easier to find a place to sit if it did. Right now I'm sitting on the picnic table beside the river that runs into the forest. I think I remember going into the forest when I was younger, but it was before Mom started working extra hours. It's too long ago for me to really remember what it was like to walk through it. I... I don't know how to describe how beautiful this part of town is. The sky is a sea of red as the trees and their autumn leaves sway in the cool wind, and I can hear the water flowing only a few feet away. It feels so calm. I think I'm going to come back here after today. Maybe I can do my homework here after school until winter and come back in the spring? That would be nice, wouldn't it? Oliver could even come with me. I think he'd like that. I've only known him as a friend for a month, but I just know he would appreciate the spot as much as I do. Maybe Lucy will come here too? I'm glad that she hasn't threatened me anymore, but she keeps pulling Oliver aside. They used to do that a little before Oliver and I became friends. I didn't think it was a problem at first, but she's been doing it so many times now, and Oliver always looks so guilty when he comes back to where I am. <sighs> Today was a normal day. Nothing happened that doesn't normally... There's something in the woods. I can see it peeking out of the trees. I wonder what it is. I'm going to go check it out. Entry number 820. Today was uneventful. I was invited to a party with Nan, but we both declined. We said we had plans. <laughs> the struggles of being an introvert masquerading as an extrovert. As of right now, no one seemed to figure out that secret, so I guess we're both doing a pretty good job. Nan's off in her room right now, and I'm by the pot again. I like tinkering with it when I don't have anything to do. I need to practice with our tech. 
and it helps remind me of home too when I'm feeling more homesick than usual. I'm not feeling that homesick right now. I haven't for a while. I've been too busy with schoolwork and everything else. Perks of being a student, I guess. The only times where it slips into my mind are when I'm trying to fall asleep each night. Nad's lucky. I can just turn her off if she's having trouble shutting down for the night, but I have to muddle my way through all of my memories of home. Sometimes it's the last glimpses I got as we flew away. I see the buildings become little more than dots on a large mass of land and watch as the clouds obscure the world below as we head off into the depths of space. I'm not crying and hugging Nad, her old model, like I did back then. I'm just, just watching. Other times I think of before everything. I imagine the buildings like they were in my childhood memories. I don't let myself think of the people. When I do, they eventually... There's a danger in trying to think of the past. No matter how the memory starts, I always end up in that hallway. Even though it sounds like the world is falling apart outside, the hallway is always quiet. It was louder when I was actually there. But I didn't know what I was going to find back then. I think some part of my subconscious knows that the quiet gives my discovery more gravity. Then I always find mom and dad. They're... They're always how I remember seeing them last. It's like they're sleeping. If Ned wasn't there to run a scan, because she was there, even if my memories and nightmares try to tell me otherwise, I wouldn't have known that they were really <clears throat> dead. I wish I could tell someone how I'm feeling. Ned suggested getting a therapist before, back when we first crash landed on Earth. She was, she was as protective then, but she wasn't as protective as she is now. She thought it would be good for me to have someone to talk to about how everything made me feel. But I don't think something like that would ever work. I don't know how to translate the experiences I had back home to something that wouldn't raise eyebrows here on Earth. I don't know how to describe being from a war-turn world without revealing that I'm not just some human boy from the New England suburbs. I'd say something and slip up. If not that, I'd never be able to really address what is bugging me. And I definitely can't worry Nad by telling her now how I've been feeling. When we were still traveling on the ship, I'd try out simulations. It was an older model, at least 50 years old, so the simulations weren't as smooth as the ones we had back home. I was too scared to try facing what I saw in RMX. But I'd make myself a therapist based on what I had seen in our shows. They weren't perfect, but they helped me get through it. Nad Nad did too. Nad's talking to me again, but she's so tense these days. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells when I'm around her. I don't think she's accepted my decision yet. I know I need to apologize to her still, but I can't bring myself to do it. Admitting that I wasn't right just feels wrong. I I made a good choice. I, I just need to prove it to her. Maybe what I saw was a trick of the light. It's been five minutes. Should have found something by now, shouldn't I? Whatever I saw couldn't have been far away, but when I look towards where it should be, all I see is more forest. I should head back. I don't know my way around the forest, but I just can't explain why. But what I saw feels important. If I left now, I know I'll just come back- Ow! What did I-
that was aluminum foil. Why did that hurt so much? Wait, this isn't aluminum foil, is it? It feels harder than that, but also like I could bend it. Metal sheeting isn't supposed to do that. I'm going to try bending it. Oh my god, it, it just popped back into place. I have to be imagining this, right? This can't be. No way. This is just like Roswell. No, I can't let myself jump to conclusions. This might seem like it's from the same kind of ship that crashed at Roswell, but there's nothing to say that it definitely is. I... I want it to be like the ship discovered at Roswell. That would be incredible. But UFOs wouldn't crash in Kirkfield, Connecticut. Right? We're just a little farm town that no one ever talks about. And even though I've always hoped for something like this, it just seems so... convenient for it to be here. But still... If I'm going to prove it to myself, I need to find that ship. Was that what I saw in the woods earlier? I'm going to take this part of it with me. I just wish I knew how to make things right. That's weird. The pod never makes a noise like that. I must have bumped into something when I was uh, untangling one of the wires. I don't know what that something could be. It's not like there's any buttons next to me right now. The pod has been weird lately. There was the issue with its lights earlier this month, and it's taking longer for it to heal my fractures after school. It... it might just be on its way out. <sighs> no, I am not going to let myself get worried about this again. There's too many good things going on in my life right now, and too many other things to panic about. I'll save my worrying for my civics test next week, not the possibility that one of the last things I have from RMX is on its way out. There might be an alien ship out here. If, if aliens are anything like all of the science fiction shows I've seen, then their ships have cloaking. It's a trick of the eye. It seems like nothing's there, but the ship is doing something with its light systems to cover itself up. The cloaking could have faltered for a second, and that's why I saw something, even though nothing looks like it's here. And if the metal is here, then the ship has to be right in front of me. <sighs> I'm reaching my hand out now. <gasps> it's here. There, There's an entire ship. And it's right in front of me. It's barely intact, but I can see that it was a ship once. 
The entire area around it was cloaked. The trees are all burnt, and the grass is just barely beginning to grow back around it. It hasn't been here long, but I think it's been more than a year. Was this what I saw before my freshman year? It has to be, doesn't it? If it's been here a while, then it's the only thing that makes sense. I was right. I... I was right! I knew I saw something strange that night. It wasn't just my imagination. And everything that I've done these past few years, looking at books in the library, watching YouTube videos, digging up documentaries, that wasn't for nothing. I was preparing for this moment, even though I didn't realize it back then. I just can't believe that I was really right. And I can't wait to tell Reem and Mom and Oliver. I'm going to bring Mom and Oliver right to this very spot and send Reem as many pictures as I possibly can. I'll, I'll study this. I'll write a paper and publish it in a scientific journal. Even though I uh, don't really know how to do that. But then, someday, Someday, I'll finally be able to show my classmates that my interests mean something. That I'm not weird or strange. That I'm just like them. But, what if no one believes me? What if this is something bigger than I thought it was? I'm just so excited at the thought of this being real that I haven't even started thinking about why this UFO is here in the first place. Why would it crash here in Kirkfield? <sighs> Maybe I should wait before I say anything. Just, just to make sure I'm doing the right thing. I've already waited two years for this. I can wait a little more. But this is really real. This is a dream come true. Extraterrestrial is an indie podcast written and produced by Becky Sabetta. Becky also voices Charlie Hart. Bendeth Pavlovsky provides the voice for Codex. All music in this episode is by Becky Sabetta. Episodes are posted on the first Saturday of every month on Buzzsprout, Spotify, and wherever else you access your podcasts. Check out more about Extraterrestrial and the work that went into it on its Instagram at extraterrestrial.podcast. You can also find similar content over on its Tumblr at extraterrestrialpodcast.tumblr.com. Thank you for listening.